it's Leslie and Rena, and, and this, this is Soul Sisters Podcast. Happy Tuesday and happy last day of the decade. That's right. New year, new decade. Who dis? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know you sent me something, or maybe I just saw it, that said, I haven't seen any of those new year, new me posts lately, and yes. I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> That's right. Stay in the same me. Yes. <laughs> but... I don't but, know why I developed a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that staying the same you that you have been over the last, I guess, coming Couple up on months. A, yeah, coming up on a year. I mean, you've done. A, <laughs> I'm trying to let's give you the, be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Okay, so the last couple months, that's a good you to keep. So for sure. Um, I was trying to give you more, but you know. At least you're I'm not, honest with myself, okay? At least you're not the child that, you know, you give an inch and they take a freaking mile. <laughs> exactly. I'm over here giving you miles and you're taking an inch. I'm just so proud of you. <laughs> Look at that growth. <laughs> I know. Okay, so I really am super shook that we're already almost to 2020. What is my life? Do this you... year... Okay, so <clears throat> the way that things are now... Compared to the way they were exactly a year ago, completely different. Vastly like, everything different. in my life has vastly changed. And to me, that is super wild because 2019, it went by insanely fast and insanely slow at the same time. Been there. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. But um, a lot of good things happened overall. Um. Or I'm going to choose to look at it that way. That's right. And that is something I'm going to take into 2020. That's right. Positive vision. Hey, you got vision for 2020? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's real lame. Everybody, everybody's like, all the preachers are 2020 vision for well, 2020. You know. Which, you know. If you don't like our dad jokes, then, well, I'm not sorry. Yeah, we're not <laughs> sorry. Um, So, yeah, what, what are some negative things from the last 10 years so 10 years is a pretty long time 10 years ago I was 17 and I was graduating high school and I was not in any relationship so when I graduated high school I didn't I wasn't in a relationship but I quickly after graduation got into a relationship with a much older guy who was in a really bad state of mind like mentally and I spent the better part of 2010 trying to I guess help him and fix him mm -hmm. not that he was broken you know but that's that's what I wanted to do with my time so <laughs> there to where I am now is completely different is it you still like to fix people I do you don't like to fix you like to help I like to help. That was the wrong word. I don't like to fix people anymore. I'm not a fixer. I'm not a pusher anymore. <laughs> You're a pusher. She's a pusher. Like a <laughs> drug pusher? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> not a drug pusher. FYI. I love Mean Girls. <laughs> mean Girls never gets old. It doesn't. Um, There's a quote for everything in there. For sure. But yeah, so uh, thinking about some negative things from the last decade... I think the things that I'm going to leave behind would be my guilt and shame and regrets. 
because, you know, live life with no regrets. <laughs> I love the tattoo. <laughs> you know the one. I'm going to totally get it across my chest just like that guy. <laughs> Plus babe, not. babe, watch out. He's going to come home one day and I'm going to be in the bed in my uh, pink fluffy PJs and going to read no regrets. <laughs> he's going to be super excited. And he's not going to get it because he's not into memes. That's right. It's <laughs> It's it's really it's a hard marriage. <laughs> it's hard to be married. I would say it's the most difficult part for sure. Being Absolutely. married to someone that does not share your sense of humor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so what what are three bad things that you are planning on leaving behind? Um. So for me, in the last decade, ten years ago, I was sixteen. And just a baby. Just an infant, let me tell you. And <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I did a lot of growing. Um, it's hard to say. But I feel like 10 years from now will be, like, a much different decade than my last 10 years. Because there's such vastly different times in our lives. Right. Um, so, for mine, my three things I'm leaving behind... They really focus more on maybe the last, like, five or so years, not mm-hmm. the whole decade in itself. Right. But um, anxiety, self-doubt, and unhealthy coping. So, <sighs> the anxiety and the unhealthy coping mechanisms, those definitely, um, when I say that, I'm speaking on, like, 2019. Those were... It was a rough time, some yeah. rough months. I was not uh, the best version of myself by far. And so, like, the unhealthy coping, I've done so much better with that. Thank God. Truly. Um, <laughs> so it's a rough time. And so, the anxiety, um, I was struggling really, really bad there for, like, a few months with my anxiety. I mean, it was awful. I wasn't sleeping at night, and when I did sleep, like, I would literally just wake up shaking or, like, sweating. I mean, it was oh, really, really those rough. Those night sweats are the worst. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, like, I, I'm not a night sweater. Like, I, I, I don't even sweat really. Anyway? Yeah. So, that was, like, super weird to me, and just my anxiety... <sighs> It got really, really bad at certain points. Um, so, although there's nothing lately that's, like, giving me this overwhelming anxiety, I hope that um, in the years to come, God willing, that I am able to, like, handle it a lot better. Um, and then the third one, the, the third, like, bad thing that I want to leave behind is self-doubt. And that for sure goes back um, much further than the fir- the first two that I mentioned. Um, and I think, like, self-doubt is probably something a lot of people struggle with. Me. I definitely struggle with self-doubt, too. Um, but I've done better this year, I think, with the working out and, like, changing my eating habits that I went back to my terrible <laughs> eating habits, <laughs> like four months ago and so I really should hop on the bandwagon you know and I'll start working out again and all the things but I mean self-doubt I'm right there with you you win some you lose some 
it's all right. I just, I just be gaining some though. <laughs> <laughs> Who can relate? Woo. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess so. For me, like the guilt and the shame, and the regrets that I'm gonna leave behind are the things that I did when I was young and dumb when I thought that I could trust someone that I couldn't and now it's followed me all these years later and it used to really affect me in an extremely negative way but now it's more just a nuisance and annoying and like why are you still doing this because it's been 10 years and are we not past this? <laughs> so, but I used to, I used to be afraid and felt guilty. Like it was all my fault just because of, I played a part in it. Yeah. But for the most part, like I can't help what was done to me. I can only uh, move forward and know that that's who I was. That's not who I am. And even though there are people who like to continually bring up the past and, it keeps rearing its ugly head. I'm going to hold my head high and know that that's just part of my story and that one day I hope that I'll be able to share it and that there will be other people who can relate because I know that it's something that happens to a lot of people that right. they don't talk about just because fear fear and guilt and shame. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, as a kid... Most people, most kids are taught, you know, when you do something bad, something bad happens to you. Like, you have to be punished. So, as an adult, you know, when something bad happens to you, realistically, like, you may know that it's not your fault, but it's still, you still get this feeling like, well, what am I doing wrong? Right. Why is this happening to me? And that's not always the case. So, that's something that can be hard to cope with, but I think that um, you've done a good job. Thanks. I've been in therapy for a long time because of it. <laughs> I have countless therapy bills. So thanks for that. Um, anyways, so enough with the negative crap. Heck em. Heck em. Let's move on to the positive. So what are you going to take? So what's something that you learned in the past 10 years? Um, what have you learned that you're going to take into the new decade? So... Again, for me, um, the things on my list are uh, me reflecting back on more <clears throat> recent events and, like, recent years, not really going back into high school and stuff. Um, so the things that I want to take with me, uh, one is going to be watching less TV and, like, spending more time reading books, reading, like, my Bible app and things like that. Um, cause I've really benefited a lot from that. Um, it was really weird at first because watching TV and movies, like it's just become this mind habitual, like mind numbing. Yeah. yeah. So taking the TV out of my room was super weird at first. I mean, I had my schoolwork that like obviously kept me super busy. So when that was done, um, it was an adjustment just sitting there like, what, what am I supposed to do without a TV? And so, that's going to be one. Um, secondly, I want to be intentional with my relationships and friendships. That's real funny that that's one that you're taking 
at, like, just being in the season that you're in right now. <laughs> Mostly because whenever I was getting divorced and right after my divorce, that was one of my goals was to be intentional with my relationships. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's real funny that, like, that's that's one of your things you want to take into the new decade. It's because we're soul sisters. Truly. <laughs> in case you guys didn't know, if you weren't aware, we are truly soul sisters. For sure. Um... The beginning of 2019, I was definitely, I don't know if I was, I wouldn't say investing, but I was wasting time. There we go. I was wasting time on relationships and friendships that were not going to go anywhere um, and that kind of thing. So I definitely just. They weren't fruitful relationships. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I am being intentional and putting my energy into things that are going to prosper and be good for me. Um, and then just lastly, I want to bring my faith into this new decade. Um, I mean, I've always like been kind of on the fence, I guess, or I was on the fence for a long time about what exactly I believed or didn't believe. And then at some point, I mean, I decided that I did have like faith and I knew who God was and all the things, but, um, I definitely wasn't living my life like I knew um, that I should be. So for me, that's a big one that I want to try to work on. And that's the most important one because, <clears throat> I mean, you have this life, but then this life only lasts for so long and then you have eternity. And it's always, it's important to make sure that you're living for the right things and that you're living for what God's called you to live for, which is himself and to bring others to know him. So what are the three things that you want to bring in to the new decade? Okay. So mine too is going back for, I guess the last, I guess it would be five, I guess five years, five or six years, really. Uh, one is definitely a new healthy mindset just because I want for so long, I had such terrible, um, like a distorted view of myself, like emotionally and physically, especially physically. And this past year when I've just, you know, I quit looking at it as a punishment and started looking at it as I just want to be healthy. I want to be, I want to take care of myself. I want to be around for Olivia for a long time and I want to be the best person that I can be. I want to take that with me into 2020 and even though the holidays have got me off track, um, <laughs> like hardcore off track, <laughs> I'm still, I'm not at a point where I'm completely defeated. Yeah. Uh, so I really want to take that healthy mindset with me to 2020. I'm going to take my boundaries, yo, because let me tell you, I lived my life for so long without boundaries, for so long apologizing for having to say no, always giving an excuse or a reason and explaining myself. <laughs> And now I'm at the point in my life where if I tell you no, it just means no. It doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean I don't want to. It doesn't mean, like, it literally just means no. Mm -hmm. And I'm allowed to say that, <clears throat> and I'm allowed to not have to explain myself. And so um, that's something that I'm taking with me to 2020, the freedom to say no, the freedom to do what's best for me and what's best for my daughter and my marriage and my family and not worry about what other people think or what other people 
will stay because at the end of the day like your opinion of me and my life does not matter so <laughs> and then also um I'm gonna take my renewed faith so um I grew up in church and uh for a long time I mean I remember I was six years old it was my mom's birthday and I was like I don't want to go to hell so <laughs> let me be a Christian <laughs> But you know, when you're six, you can't really make that decision. And by the time I was 10, my parents, we had stopped going to church regularly. And then when my parents split up and I was, had this, this image of like this perfect marriage. And I thought that my parents loved one another and then things were just broken in a matter of months. And I had no idea what was happening. Um, I kind of blamed God for that. And it wasn't until, unfortunately, I had a lot of terrible things happen to me in my marriage previously uh, that actually I had no idea what to do or where to go and so I immediately just I went to the only place that I'd ever been where I felt connected to God and I started going to church um, and ever since then I mean my faith has just grown continuously and in the deepest darkest parts of my story I mean there's still so much beauty from the brokenness and I want to always remember that even in the darkest times like there was still a light in my life that I could lean into and trust and I want to take that with me to 2020 and hopefully I can help others find Jesus too because I think that's really my ultimate goal good stuff um so we have um, the negative things we're leaving in in the last decade. We have the new things we're gonna we want to take into the new decade. But what? Just short we're, term. We're gonna give you guys our actual 2020 resolutions. Yes, because we asked the listeners and you guys delivered. So we have a bunch of shoutouts we're gonna do. Uh, before we get into that, we're going to give you, I guess, our resolutions. Yeah. I don't think it's fair, though, because I did ask you, what's your New Year resolution? And I don't even do resolutions, okay? <laughs> I do, I, I do what's your word. <laughs> so I feel like it's easier to focus on one word rather than focus on, like, something as a whole. I don't know. So uh, my word last year was... Uh, uh, faithfulness. My word before that was intentionality, which is what the year that like right after I got divorced. Mm -hmm. And so this year, um, my word for 2020 is going to be mindfulness, just being mindful of the things I buy, the things I say, the places I go, people I'm around, what I allow in my life and what I put out and, um, really trying to like just live in the present and not so much be obsessed with what's to come. I think that's a really good one. Um, for me, I don't really do resolutions. Yeah. Um, it, it's just not a thing. I don't know. It's not a thing for me. But I will say this year, my main goal, if you will, is to finally get my divorce finalized. Right. Um, that is going to... That's a goal. It, guys. <laughs> It is. It's a goal. Divorce is not, I'm like, divorce is not a good thing. I'm not saying that. But, I mean, in some cases, like, it is. It's good to move on. Yeah. Um, 
not every marriage is going to work out and that's just a fact and mine did not and so like we just need to move on to bigger and better things and that's hard to do when you are not divorced exactly so especially when you're trying to do the right thing and not date and you know just working on yourself and the thing that the thing is like I didn't realize this because my divorce happened so quickly I guess but uh, people I've talked to, they say that the idea, like being divorced doesn't actually hit you until like you get those papers and they're finalized. And then it's like a whole new grieving process starts. Ugh. So like for you, I mean, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> upset you, but I mean, for you, I mean, you've lived, I've been separated for almost a year, you guys. Yeah. And so you feel like you've grieved all these things that you thought you were going to have and like the person you thought that you were with and just all these things but then it doesn't really come full circle until you get those papers i'm hoping and i'm praying for (laughs) you that that's not the case and we have a divorce party (laughs) but um (laughs) you know send in your rsvps if you want to come to the divorce party (laughs) we're gonna have cake (laughs) i'm sure you know it's gonna be months ahead at this rate so you got plenty of time to rsvp (laughs) i'm gonna say i was supposed to get a divorce party and no one ever threw one for me so well it happened so fast i didn't have time to plan (laughs) you're welcome <laughs> um, yeah. Your gift is that it wasn't stretched out, okay? Hallelujah. <laughs> Moving on. Um, we're gonna get into you guys' resolutions, okay? So Leslie, I'm gonna go ahead and let you read the first one. All right, so this one is from David. Go Dave man. He said that his resolution is to gain 200 pounds, going against the flow because his mama told him he could be who he wanted to be. (laughs) And uh, David, I support you in that decision. And then um, we're just kind of going to go back and forth. Go ahead. Okay. Um, So this one is from my sister, Michelle. Her resolution is to find the unit of measurement to adequately describe how little she cares about certain people's opinions hate bigotry and ill wishes girl i feel you i fully support that um that kind of goes into like what we were saying about just leaving the negative things behind and you know all good vibes all All good vibes vibes. all right and this this one is from Jeannie. thanks for always listening to our podcast we love you um, she says that she wants to count her blessings in the midst of not always feeling blessed. Someone has always got it worse. And that's absolutely true. And, um, yeah, I think that's a great resolution to have. I agree. All right. So next up we've got Neil. Hey, Neil. <laughs> I told Raina yesterday that I missed you, even though I've never met you. And I just want you to know. I don't know if she told you. (laughs) I think I left that part out, but there you go. (laughs) So Neil says for 2020, he is focusing on distance, more growth, no doubtful decisions, mental health, and self-love. That's right. Love yourself. That's right. We fully support this. Treat yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But not too much. Not too much. Don't be like me. Fall off the wagon completely. Um, Mental health is so, so, so important. Like... We're going to have to do an episode on mental health for sure. Yeah, mental health is probably the most important thing to me in my life um, as far as, like, for myself. Uh, But, yeah, that's good for you, Neil. Okay, and this next shout-out goes to Will. Will says that he's not a quote-unquote soul sister, 
but he hasn't allowed himself to think about his resolution until he saw us asking. Will says, I won't allow myself to give up. I've given up on others, on goals, and most importantly, on myself. I've allowed myself to give up and I've used excuses of timing or it wasn't meant to be, you name it. I think we all have at some point and I'm okay with saying that I have, but I don't want to be the kind of person who is comfortable with that. I'm not waiting for New Year's. I'm not going to limit myself to one year. I'm going for it and I won't stop even after I've gotten it. He won't give up anymore because he can't. And Will, I just want to say we support you and I, I, you know, I care about you. You're a good guy and I appreciate you sending that in. And that sounds like, it definitely sounds more like something. Like a life goal. Yeah. And something that you're leaving in the past decade and something great that you can take into the new decade. And I fully support that. Absolutely. So this one goes out to an anonymous Um, He says he wants to get his CDL, uh, and then he also said he wants to start hosting poker nights, like monthly poker nights. Which I think is a great idea. That goes back to, like, mental health and loving yourself. Like, a night out of the month, at least, to do something that you enjoy, I I think that's a good one. Yeah, we used to have game nights. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to that. I got married. It needs to be a thing again. (laughs) I know. It used to be a thing. Uh, we used to do it all the time. Maybe we'll get back on it. Maybe that's something else we can do this year is, like, um, plan a game night and stuff. Not monthly, because <laughs> it's asking for a lot. <laughs> Bi-monthly. Bi-monthly. <laughs> all right, so uh, we've got a couple more. This is from Brittany. Actually, it's by Brittany on Instagram. And her goal is to keep shining. That's right, girl. And I love that. That, to me, speaks confidence that she's already glowing and she wants to keep on. That's right. And I feel like you're going to keep doing your thing, girl. So I support you. We love you, Brittany. And last but not least, we have one from Tim. It's Timothy underscore J underscore Carter on Instagram. And he wants to commit more time on relationships and less time on work, which I feel that on a deep level (laughs) because, uh, man, work can be so draining and being a working mom is really hard for sure. And just, I had to get to a place where I left my work at work and when I came home, I was off the clock, I was at home and that was all that mattered. So good for you, Tim. I hope that that works out for you. And that's a good thing to take into the new year. For sure. So we do have one last one from Pastor Gary Mickle. And all he sent us was a smiley face, but you know. Hopefully he'll keep on smiling. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So we do thank you guys for sending in your New Year's resolutions and participating um, in our crazy antics. (laughs) Um, we really hope you enjoyed the episode and be sure to tune in next week to see what we get into. Everyone have a safe and happy new year. Talk to you in 2020.